from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, we will see a scenario where Paul was showcasing the quality of confidence he has in God, which is supposed to be as a result of the workings of the Spirit of God in his heart. You know, not many Christians are very confident of their faith. Not many Christians are confident of their belief. There is this underlying fear and, you know, underlying fear and instability in their stand with God. In other words, they may not completely put all their eggs in the basket of God, but at the same time, they don't want to leave God. So they put a little to God and put a little in their own hands. But Paul is trying to teach us that it shouldn't be that way at all. That once you are in, you are in. And David tried to retrace that when he said in Psalm 125, he said, those who trust in the Lord, to trust is to completely hinge yourself on the one you are holding on to. There is no alternative. See, those who trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion that cannot be shaken. And as the mountain surrounds Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. Rationality has come in so much. There is so much, you know, uh, we're trying to help God. Thinking that if we if we put all in God, supposing he does not show up, what happens? You see the point. So Paul began to address that issue. He says, such is the confidence that we have through Christ towards God. This is the type of confidence we have. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. Our sufficiency is from God. Everything I do is from God. I have put everything in God. So everything comes from God. I think in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 8, Paul, Paul's word, they blessed me so much. In recent times, where he says that God has made all grace, all grace abound towards us. Grace for everything. Grace for everything in life, be it spiritual or physical. Our God has made all grace abound towards us so that having all sufficiency in all things, we may abound towards good works. Meaning that there is nothing that the Lord has not put in place for us to perform the good works. He has called us to do. The problem is, can we have that absolute confidence in his sufficiency? He is sufficient for everything. Anything, everything, anywhere. And until our confidence is established in the spirit, it will not provoke the manifestation of his fullness. 
you see. So none, none of the, nothing comes from us. You see, our sufficiency is from God who has qualified us to be ministers. He has qualified us. He is who has qualified us. You don't merit the qualification. There is nothing good that comes from you. There is no need for you to boast. You can't claim any atom of anything. You can't say, this is me. The moment this is me comes in, you are no longer operating from the realms of his sufficiency. You have started building your own castle. That's why Jesus, the Bible says, Christ is in all and is in all. Christ is all and is in all. And so the more we recognize this reality, the more we become humble in the journey of life. The more we become humble, and there's no reason for us to boast. Even the life you have today, what can you boast of it? The strength you have today, what can you boast of it? Even the way you think, everything about you, what can you boast? Does it really come from you? And so the more you discover that your sufficiency is of, is of God, the more you become humble, the more you empty yourself, the more you, you become a servant, as it were. Life will change. And so that's why Paul himself was so humble. He knew, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Even with all that he acquired, he said, I consider all that as rubbish. As rubbish. Who has qualified us to be ministers of the new covenant, not of the written code, but of the spirit. For the written code kills. That is just the written word. It kills. But the spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. Man is nothing. God is all. Man is nothing. God is all. So, the more we recognize this and we yield ourselves to the Lord in humility, he fills us with himself daily and daily and daily and daily. Your health today, he gave it to you. You slept and woke up good. He gave it to you. What have you to boast? Nothing. Nothing. Every favor that comes to your way today, he gave it to you. To claim ownership of anything because it is your ingenuity. Ah, that is pride that is coming. Because you don't even know how it happened. You don't even know how it happened. And so we must rightly give him his place. When you wake up, you say, Father, thank you. You are my sufficiency. You come in at the end of the day with what has happened. Father, I thank you because you are my sufficiency. It is you all the way. You keep honoring him. And that will provoke worship. Why many people don't worship is because they believe it is by their power. They believe, I did this today. They believe, I, I did this and I did this and this worked out. Everything they sit as, they are the ones who have done it. So who should they thank? They enjoy themselves. They relax. But if you everly recognize that whatever has happened, no matter how small it is, that it is God, it will what? Provoke what? Worship. There will be reason why you say, Father, I thank you for today. In saying I thank you today, you are already on the floor. You are thanking him, you are worshiping him, you are acknowledging him. You see? So, this is how the way, one of the ways we enhance the quality of our worship. If we ever recognize that it is God all the way, all the time. Anything that happens, I mean anything, 
I mean, I mean it. I mean it. Anything at all. Anything at all. It is him. It is him that will it and gives us the grace to even do it. But if you don't recognize that, then you have become a god on yourself. And as long as that happens, you say the proud I will bring down, the humble I will lift. So as we come to the Lord today, we are going to receive him again. May we recognize that it is him that we partake of, that sustains, that sponsors everything about our life. He's the food of our life. And as long as he's the one, we must recognize him and give him all the glory. May God bless his words in our hands through Christ and our Lord.